at mahe being interdisciplinary is our nature and as a phd student when you get to learn in an environment like mahe it helps you to grow your vision your thoughts and it helps you realize the importance of a various domains when they come together how they can influence and have a societal impact Hello and welcome to the THE Connect podcast. This episode is produced in partnership with Manipal Academy of Higher Education. I'm your host, Ashton Wenborn. In this episode, we will explore how Manipal Academy of Higher Education is driving multidisciplinary research to create a significant societal impact. The Academy has taken a proactive approach to promoting collaboration across diverse fields of study, encouraging researchers to work together on complex societal challenges. By fostering interdisciplinary research, it aims to address issues such as healthcare, sustainable development, and technology innovation. I am joined today by Megha Nataraj, PhD scholar in the Department of Physiotherapy, Professor Smita Nayak, additional professor in the Department of Humanities and Management, and Dr. B. Anikrishnan, Dean and Professor of Community Medicine at Kastaba Medical College. We will delve into the initiatives and programs implemented by Manipal Academy of Higher Education, the outcomes achieved so far, and the future prospects of this multidisciplinary approach. Thank you all for joining us today. I'd like to begin by asking why multidisciplinary research is so important when addressing societal challenges. And Dr. Uni Krishnan, as Dean of Community Medicine, I imagine that you've got oversight of the multidisciplinary research taking place across the entire academy. So perhaps you could start us today and tell us about your views on this. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Multidisciplinary research is vital in addressing societal challenges because it involves bringing together experts from different fields to tackle complex problems. By combining their knowledge and expertise, multidisciplinary team can develop innovative solution that a single discipline or individual researcher may not have been able to achieve. For instance, climate change, poverty, and healthcare challenges require approaches that cut across disciplines such as engineering, social sciences, and medicine. SDG, formulated in 2015 by United Nations General Assembly, sustainable development touches several disciplines. Given the breadth and interdependencies of the 2030 Agenda, and its 17 goals, the goal addresses globally pressing problems from ending poverty to tackling climate change and reducing inequality. The goals are intimately linked. Progress towards one goal depends on and affects other goals. Realizing the SDG requires solution-oriented interdisciplinary research capable of bridging traditional divides between disciplines and combining research excellence with relevant impact. By coming to India, that is the National Education Policy 2020, the multidisciplinary education is a vital part of India's modern education system. NEP 2020 seeks to give students access to wider knowledge base and skills and prepare them for a rapidly changing world. 
Thank you, Dr. Ani Krishnan. You mentioned the SDGs there and also the NEP, um, and it would be really interesting to know how both of these frameworks operate to create a more multidisciplinary research environment. Smitha, potentially, that's something that you're looking at addressing in your work and have experience of. So could you speak a little bit about the role of those sorts of frameworks? Thank you, Ashley. Uh, Manipal as a university strongly believes in the interdisciplinary approach. One factor which uh, really triggers down to the, uh, to the roots of MAHE is, uh, is the fact that it is really strongly embedded into the vision of MAHE as well, which reads out global leadership in human development excellence in education and healthcare. And uh, if you look at it from an SDG perspective, MAHE's research has strongly contributed to almost all the sustainable development goals. And just to give you a quick uh, insight into uh, the indicators, uh, we have uh, relatively strongly contributed to the SDG3, which is the good health and well-being. This is the statistics as on 2022. We also have contributed to, fairly contributed to all the sustainable development goals. And uh, bringing about the concept of NEP, MAHE has geared up its activities to strongly implement NEP across its institutions. Uh, we have a presence across different disciplines. That's humanities, management, science, medicine, technology. And in each of these domains, we have designed interdisciplinary courses as well. And uh, there are a lot of PhD programs also, that is uh, uh, research projects which are undertaken on an interdisciplinary format, uh, therefore contributing to uh, the NEP as well. Thank you. You mentioned the interdisciplinary courses that you're running and specifically in relation to PhD courses. Mega, I know that you're a PhD scholar in the Department of Physiotherapy. So is that kind of interdisciplinarity something you see in your course? And is that something that's become more important over the course of your studies? At MAHE, being interdisciplinary is our nature. And as a PhD student, when you get to learn in an environment like MAHE, it helps you to grow your vision, your thoughts, and it helps you realize the importance of various domains when they come together, how they can influence and have a societal impact. Uh, my background is from physiotherapy, but as a physical therapist, we work very closely with the doctors. We work very closely with all the healthcare professionals. So as a team, when we come together, we are able to deliver better care for our patients. And that I believe is one of the strongest um, factors that is driving MAHE for its excellence. Just in addition to what uh, Omega has mentioned, uh, we looking at MAHE, we, I look at uh, the three pillars which are important in creating an interdisciplinary into ecosystem in MAHE, at MAHE. Uh, the first being the educational institutions. We have very well curated and nurtured the best educational institution across domain. I think that lays the foundation for everything because this gives us a pool of uh, rich uh, faculty uh, who have strong research inclination in their respective domains and thereby uh, interdisciplinary research can be accelerated. The second pillar which I, uh, which I uh, like to reiterate is uh, the systems and processes which uh, MAHE has uh, developed. To create a culture of interdisciplinary approach, uh, one can be, it can be in the form of the Department of Research, which 
uh, tries to integrate people from different domains. It can be the interdisciplinary conferences which Mahi or, uh, organizes, the workshops, the grants, the very well-structured grants office, which promotes, promotes grant applications. We have the uh, uh, collaborations with different journals for open access. This, uh, these are different processes which have been uh, identified. The third pillar which I would like to highlight here is the culture at Mahe, which is very, very strong, closely knit, and tries to promote. See, these uh, uh, interdisciplinary collaborations don't buzz out out of the blue. Uh, ecosystem needs to be created such that people come together and meet so that they, they try to explore research further. And that's what perfectly Mahi does. I think these three pillars, that's the systems processes, educational institutions, and the culture form the three basic pillars on which our interdisciplinary approach uh, relies on. It's interesting to hear that those pillars are such an important part of the way that Mahe operates. And I think that creating a culture is something that can be difficult to do. It's it's not the easiest thing to push across an entire institution. And so I, I would love to hear a little bit more about the way that that culture is part of every aspect of Mahe and, and especially how you instill that in your faculty. Dr. Krishnan, perhaps that's something that you could tell us a little bit more about. At Manipal, we have two incubators. Number one is Manipal Universal Technology Business Incubator, otherwise known as MUTBI. It nurtures the entrepreneurship skills of students, faculties, as well as the people of the region. We have the second incubator known as Manipal Government of Karnataka Bio Incubator to facilitate innovation and incubation in the biomedical domain. Apart from that, we have joint degree programs, that is pinning degrees, where two years they spend in, at Manipal campus and two years they spend at international university. So we have interdisciplinary courses like masters in health informatics, bachelor in cyber security, fintech program, computer and mathematics, as well as pharma management. Like that, many other programs are there, which are interdisciplinary in nature. You mentioned that not only is the collaboration that's happening at Mahe between disciplines, but that you're also working with international universities and sending researchers on placements and those sorts of things. So could you also tell us a bit more about why that kind of global outreach and outlook is so important and, and what systems are in place to encourage researchers to work beyond just Mahe? We always feel that collaboration with the the top universities. We collaborate only with the top universities in the world. That led lead to a better outcome and we'll get inter international exposure to our students also. And that is the reason that we have collaboration with the world's top universities. And we always like, in most of the courses, collaborations are there. And uh, we have collaboration not only in terms of uh, dual degree program, we have collaboration in terms of student exchange program, we have collaborations in terms of faculty exchange programs. We have collaborations in terms of electives for students. All, are, all these collaborations help the students to have a different outlook. We've touched a little bit on the SDG framework today. And I think the main aim of those goals set out by the United Nations is to tackle the major social challenges that will affect the world. And so 
Could you, perhaps Mega, you could talk to us a little bit about the major social challenges that your research is tackling and the way that that multidisciplinary approach makes it easier for you to achieve real world outcomes? Uh, so as correctly uh, said by Dr. Unikrishnan and by uh, Professor Smita, Mahe is focusing a lot on uh, the sustainable development goals. Uh, as a healthcare uh, provider, uh, my area of focus is on the SDG goal number three, which is good health and well-being. And as a clinical researcher in this field, uh, my area of work revolves around diabetes and kidney health, two major challenges that the globe is facing right now with rising number of cases of uh, patients having diabetes and also the burden of the kidney diseases. So when we are able to address these real life problems that the society is actually facing, we are able to identify and come up with the right solutions that are meaningful solutions to our people in India. And these solutions can also be adopted largely by the world. So that is how my research is um, currently headed in terms of its contribution to health. And Smita, I'd like to pass that same question on to you as well. On the uh, SDG front, we have, uh, as Mega said, which uh, we have a whole lot of research contributing to healthcare. We also have a lot of research contributing to sustainability. Uh, Mahi's research focuses on developing sustainable solutions for energy, water, and waste management. In terms of education, we have Mahe's research aims to improve educational outcome by developing innovative teaching and learning strategies, especially for students with disabilities. Mahe also strives to promote social justice by addressing issues of inequality, discrimination, and human rights. I think uh, uh, on, on the whole, Mahe does contribute to a whole lot of uh, SDGs, uh, not only on uh, healthcare, but others as well. I've asked you a little bit there about global outreach, but I would also like to speak a bit more about the hyper-local impact that Mahe has and the work that the Academy does with its immediate community. So uh, Dr. Uni Krishnan, is there any work going on at the Academy that specifically engages with the local community? Yeah, we have a lot of engagement with the local community uh, in all aspects. Uh, the, the impact of Mahe or Manipal on the local community, you can look at the health indicators. We are uh, comparable with that of the developed country. And uh, we use solar, so that renewable energy is there. We have the rainwater harvesting, and uh, we are into redu reducing the carbon footprint by having electric vehicles. And uh, we are also using technology for better patient care. Apart from that, at Mahe, our 18% of the courses, 34% of publications, and 27% of grant applications are interdisciplinary in nature. And we involve the local community in all these initiatives. Uh, from the management front, uh, we've taken up several projects which uh, contribute to the local community. Uh, one among them is establishment of, uh, which has led to the establishment of the Mechatronic Training Center for the local community. We did a market research and we did assess the need for this center and the entire market research report led to the establishment of this center. Uh, one more very interesting project which we did was we also tried to assess the uh, satisfaction of consumers with the water requirement, water quality uh, supplied to them in this region. 
And uh, th this was a baseline study which has been done. And of course, in the next year, we will be looking at a, a longitudinal approach, taking, adopting a longitudinal approach and looking at uh, what has the improvement been uh, implemented by the local authorities on the quality of water, on the quality of service, which, which is uh, offered to its community. I think these are uh, the two also important contributions, I feel, which had to be highlighted. It sounds like the Academy is having a lot of success in these areas, but I would also like to ask if there are any challenges that you found in trying to create this sort of multidisciplinary approach to research. Have there been any moments that have felt like everyone wasn't coming together as easily as you would hope? The challenges were there earlier, but now people know that multidisciplinary approach is the approach which, by which we can achieve the SDGs, which we have to achieve by 2030. And moreover, our focus now is towards translational research from bench to bedside. And we are also now focusing on academia industrial collaboration. So we have collaboration with Philips, we have collaboration with Pfizer, we have collaboration with Roche. We have two incubation centers funded by one by Government of India, one by Government of Karnataka, where we are focusing on theory to the product. And lastly, we are focusing on One Health. We are bringing together cooperation of human, animal and environment health partners. It's interesting to hear about your collaborations with industry and government as well, and perhaps a more commercial aspect of research, bringing innovations from research centres into, into the communities that need them. And so could you tell us a little bit more about, yeah, that industry collaboration, how useful is that to you and, and how does that process actually work? It's very useful. For example, the collaboration with Philip, we are having this collaboration for the last, I think, more than a decade. And... Uh, Pfizer also the collaboration is more like a knowledge initiative part. Uh, it has benefited both the academy as well as the industry in terms of consultation and academician can provide to the industry in terms of the data which an industry can get it. That all will lead to what we can say that in terms of healthcare to improve health outcomes through innovative medical technologies, drug discovery and healthcare delivery system. So that's our main focus with the collaboration with the industry academia collaboration. And Mega and Smitter, in your research, have you experienced any of that industry collaboration, seeing work that you're doing actually go out into a commercial space? Specifically from MIT and uh, Manipal Institute of Technology, uh, there have been 22 startups. These startups are from uh, from our own faculty, students who have come together, who have been mentored. And uh, the incubation center, as uh, Dr. Onikrishnan has mentioned, uh, which provides a platform for uh, an interdisciplinary research as well as mentorship uh, from management, from technology, from healthcare. So all these startups are in different diverse fields. For example, healthcare, IT, and manufacturing. Uh, we have um, uh, emerged from the ideation phase to the implementation phase. I think uh, we, as a university, provides a perfect platform for interdisciplinary research, as well as contributed to uh, society uh, as, as in, in, the, in terms of commercial uh, organizations, which have done very well on the commercial front as well. The ecosystem where students get to uh, learn and embrace their entrepreneurial journey 
is itself a very nice experience for students because um, honestly i didn't know anything about entrepreneurship and the fact that i'm a student of manipal it has really given me so much exposure because when i see we have incubators where there are faculty actually mentoring students so it's your idea doesn't just stay in your mind it is out there and you have people with whom you can discuss and once these ideas are really good and there is a scope for uh, implementing it we have our faculty mentors at these incubation centers who help us take it from you know bench to uh, bedside and that's how we are able to you know go ahead with development of a lot of innovations and research happening in this front also we have a lot of support from our uh, department of uh, corporate affairs who are actively connecting us with the right industries so as smitha ma'am spoke about the management side and the technology side as unikrishnan sir spoke about the health and pharma domains these corporate um, units help us identify the right resources so i think as a student it's a wonderful place for us to get started on our journey of entrepreneurship while you're at manipal so that has been uh, one of the best learning experiences for me right now as a student here in the last few minutes of our episode today i would just like to put to you a question about your vision and goals for the future we've spoken a little bit about vision 2030 one health and of course the sdgs which are all very much future focused so i could put to each of you what your hopes are for the future at manipal and also for your own research um maybe we can start with dr oni krishnan and then we could go to smita and then we can end on mega please our focus would be to have iprs in the future patents for for low cost technology patent which we are going forward with that translational research would be our focus from bench to bedside and my focus specifically will be on generating evidence to help in policy decisions there we are very actively involved with various governmental agencies so we generate evidence so that it will help them in the policy from the uh, from my side i think uh, we need to look for we need to look at uh, knowledge transfer uh, in by the in the terms of knowledge transfer i would like to look at uh, industry industry relevant projects and partnerships i think that is the future because uh, uh, this is, we uh, we primarily are educational institutions and uh, we would poke, we would be focusing on grooming and nurturing talent of tomorrow so we would like to make our system it could be on the research front or on the education front more industry relevant such that we have industry ready manpower uh, uh, mahe is very well known for its uh, uh, syllabus and content as well uh taking a step further in this direction i think uh, we could look at uh, having stronger internship tie ups uh, with the companies as well as stronger market research or uh, any form of other research as well with the industry i would like to um, say one uh, important aspect um, just like everyone's uh, you know uh, uniqueness lies in their dna that is what we are made of so when we talk of mahe as a university Uh, our dna is very unique and as a student um, when you get to see this um, it leaves you with an impression you you realize what your future holds for you like the standards set are so high so now as a future professional once you complete your degree after mahe the world that you see is a very different one and the opportunities that await you are 
are really huge and immense. So I think as a student, that's one of the uh, best perks of being uh, from Mahe. And that is something um, I would be taking with me after my uh, you know, course completion. And that, that the, all the credit goes to the wonderful faculty who are so committed, all our leaders, uh, all our deans of institution, our chancellors, our vice chancellors. I think they are setting a very, very high bar for uh, students like us. So we are getting to see what we are going to do in the future. So that is a very, very good learning experience. Thank you. That's a perfect note for us to end on today. Um, so I'd like to thank the three of you very much for joining us, for sharing your insights, telling us a little bit more about what's happening at Mahe at the moment. And I wish you all and the Academy the best of success in reaching those very ambitious goals. But it sounds like it's all in hand. So um, thank you again for your time today. And we look forward to hopefully speaking with you again soon. For more insights from this conversation, you can visit the Times Higher Education and Manipal Academy of Higher Education hub at timeshighereducation.com forward slash Manipal Academy of Higher Education. Subscribe to the THE Connect podcast to receive the latest episodes as soon as they're released. Mm -hmm.